No, Anakin, on yeah, on a scale of one to Anakin Skywalker, okay. how much do you hate Manny for Modern Family? Uh, so, wait, he's a hundred or a ten? Uh, I will call him a ten. Okay. Call him a ten. We'll call him an Anakin for Skywalker. For being the worst. Okay. Yeah. You're talking about Jake Lloyd, though, how right? How much you hate him? The youngest one, yeah. Okay. The one with Jar Jar. Uh, I would say maybe like a three or four. So Manny's four. not maybe so bad, four. Pushing four. <clears throat> okay. Because he's an- he's annoying. Yeah, that's not Manny on Modern Family. That's, he's not that annoying. But you should compare like who's... I don't find him annoying at all. So you, I'm okay. just on a different. You like him. I like him. I like that character. So I mean, but you if, know, child if, prodigies. If Anakin's the, a ten, yeah, then where's Jar Jar? That's the comparison. Which one's worse between those two? Well, he's not a kid because so I think Jar Jar's worse. More annoying oh, for sure. He's certainly worse, but he's not. He really can't even drive a pod, child. You know, he's not even a pod racer. Is he a, ch- is he a <laughs> but child who is? prodigy with whatever species he is? Is that a, is uh, he a He's child? actually 600 years old. Oh. And, uh, but that could still be child. He committed, uh, he committed acts against the state. Okay. And so he was uh, kicked out of Gunga. It oh. was really... Is 600 like... I actually made that number up. Like I have no idea. 10 in human years? It's or? like, it's like, it's like uh, 900 in human years. Make a difference. <laughs> Somehow. Like but who's Moses. worse? So him Moses. Or Moses oh, wife. no. Jar Jar's worse than Anakin. Okay, well then, okay. how could be Anakin be a ten? Because we're only talking about children in like pop culture. He's childlike. I mean, well, let's go he back to the original like. conversation. What we about, about Forrest Gump? Well, Forrest Gump's not a child. He's, He's childlike. childlike. Uh, I, uh, Forrest Gump would be a, an Anakin. Where Skywalker. does Ray fall in this? You think oh childlike? <laughs> I'm just full of wonder, Sean uh, Carlo. Uh, oh, definite one. Definite one. Oh, thank you. Uh, Nobody right? listening agrees with you. And on the liar meter, you're a ten right now. <laughs> <laughs> Spiking off the chart. Beep, beep, beep. That can't be. Well, hey everybody, right. <laughs> you just caught us mid stride right here on episode sixty-seven of Raisin Brent. Brent, and I'm Ray. And I'm Brent, and you are Sean Carlo. Hello, Sean Carlo's here, everybody. Yay, Yay Sean Carlo. Sean Carlo, writer extraordinaire. Mm. Lots of credits of things you've seen, at least we've seen, you should have seen. Sure. I still remember the first time I saw Sean Carlo do stand-up. I was expecting like some kind of real dark-haired like um, Spaniard to come out. <laughs> Next up, Sean Carlo. Sean Carlo. And I was like, yeah, uh, okay. No, no, all right. No one called me that um, until maybe like, Five or six years ago, or and right. I didn't realize I never had even realized the potential of my name. Like, uh, and then it was a, an Italian person. It was probably more like ten years ago. There was an Italian person. Who it was, was twenty-five was, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep going. It was eighty-five years ago. Uh, there was a person. We're speaking with Sean Carlo, oldest man in the world. <laughs> so after the Great Depression ended, somebody came up to old. you and then they said, "I'm older than Jar Jar." How was how was Laura Ingalls Wilder in the sack? <laughs> Tell me that. Gracious. Wow. <laughs> a little dusty for my taste. Oh, wow. Um, this show is off to a ripping no, start. Wait, what were we actually Criminy. saying? Criminy. <laughs> no, uh, so tell the story. Oh, I'm... the Sean Carlos story. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, yes. Uh, so, I, and then a friend of mine was friends with someone named Giancarlo, a, an Italian first name. And then it, it, and then he was like, oh, and you're Sean Carlo. And I was like, oh, yeah, so I am. And then people started, for some reason, it was almost like a magnetic thing where people caught on to that it was like a meme since then and it just hit and then then they say sean carlo sometimes 
And I don't mind. I don't mind. Yeah. Because I, mean, I never had a nickname when I was a kid. And your nickname is really. your name. So, so I guess. So I, it's kind of cool to have a nickname, I guess. Yeah. No one ever yeah. called you like Monty? You know, like Monte, Monte Carlo? Carlo or... Really? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, I probably got that once or twice, but it wasn't like a nickname that stuck. You know what I mean? It was what just about like one, a cast off. Back like in the one, 90s, nobody ever said Carlito's Way? No. Nobody ever went there? I got low car. But these, again, these were like one offs or two offs. Oh, okay. Maybe. Made like low car. Car load. I think I got Car that load? Before. Yeah. Well, that person be, wasn't very good at all. You could be like a... <laughs> that but that's, you that know, that's so it's weighed down with You could be a pop singer now. You could be Carlo, like J-Lo. That's true. Oh, yeah. I like that I, idea. I, I'm glad we're, we should talk about the possibilities of my name because I need a new stand-up name, maybe. Oh, okay. By the way, this is the closest I've been to a mic in like a few months. Is that really? right? So I haven't been doing stand-up as much because I've been sort of busy, but sure. I have no excuse. To Carlo that. Green. That's what I think. Carlo Green. So yeah, you should come up with a new... Uh, the Shave sh- your my head. Handle. I need a handle. A handle. We'll yeah. call you Shower. <laughs> shower Handle. All right. Uh, doesn't that's doesn't a work. pretty yeah, just just nod it, Ray. Uh, Let's just nod it. Yeah, just nod at him and just Brent, say, why don't we'll you come try up with the real thing later. Yeah, gracious, yeah. <laughs> thanks. But Ray, thanks, yours is, but I won't top yours. I'm gonna Ray. Be, by the way, I'm going to be playing you off each other the entire uh, podcast. So I'm so you heard the show be hard, and then I'm yeah. going to be on won't the other side. And it only seems fair. <laughs> let's face it; uh, probably two thirds of the time you'll be coming at me. Let's just let's keep it real. Uh, that's how it's how it normally works here on right. Raisin Brent. So uh, it's episode sixty-seven. We got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about this week with Mister Sean Carlo Extraordinaire. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about who you are as a person because these people need to know. They're like, who's this guy, and why should we care? We're going to make them care. We're going to show them why they should. But we're also going to talk about a World Series because Brent will murder us if we do not. We got to talk a little bit of NFL Week Seven. A lot of good matchups and uh, Walking Dead. Uh-huh. Oh boy. Man. Here we go. Spoiler yeah. alert. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll tell you the when the real spoilers start coming, and we'll do it up. Guys, I'm hungry. Anyone else hungry? A little bit. Now that you talk about walking down. Maybe some barbecue. I'm so hungry. <laughs> In any case, <laughs> we'll be right back to keep it going after three seconds of... Parquet Courts. What did you ever turn to? What happened in the past? I can't the face I wish I had. Uh, so I, uh, I guess I'm starting the segment off, guys. Uh, well, why not, Sean? It's the slow and eventual takeover of the Ray and Brent's uh, podcast. Ray Sean Brent. Yeah. Soon, Welcome soon back to Ray Sean Brent. <laughs> and I'm Ray. And I'm, I'm Sean. And, and I'm listen, Brent. Listen, guys, I'm not sure I'm happy with second billing. Could we? Could I get bumped up a bit? Or After all, I am leading off this story. My brain doesn't so. work that way, though. Uh, but if it just leads Ray off, Brent. your name leading off leads to only two names. I would just say Sean and Brent. Oh, okay. Well, wait a minute. Ray What's going to happen Brent? when Riley uh, Riley Smith takes over for me and Benny Arthur takes over for you? It'll be Riley Sean Brent. Benny. They'll, they'll all have no. to wrestle naked first to see who gets the Okay, billing. if they have to. All right. I, I get it. It's about <laughs> rhythm, and I do like Ray Sean Brent. That's great. Ray Sean Brent kind of works. That's Ray Sean Brent sounds doesn't current. work at the beginning. Quite. Sounds very like hip, man. Ray Sean Brent. Ray Sean Brent. It, see, it sounds like a name. It's like, like a hip hop group from like the 80s. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody. It's Ray Sean Brent. Here's our number one uh, groove and satisfaction. It's our biggest hit. Ooh. Anyway. Dosa Keys in the club. <laughs> we brought some Dosa Keys. Best guest ever, Sean mm-hmm. Carlo. Yep. It, this is my second podcast ever. And the yay. first. Yay. Yay. In the first podcast, I brought beer and it seemed to, you know, it seemed to be nice. A nice little additive. It doesn't I guess. hurt. I don't know. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. It can't hurt. As long as I don't spill it on the, on the equipment, I guess. It's I preferred. Guess. Yeah. It's preferred <laughs> that you don't do that. I but, mean, at the end of the day, whatever's good for you. Yeah. You're the guest. Yeah. So. But I kind of... I like the way you're pronouncing it. 
Is it? Is it's it dos, dos equis. Dos equis. Dos equis. Dos equis. I don't know. I, I, I like it. Get lessons. <clears throat> it should be dos equis. Well, dos the commercials equis. they say oh, dos equis. They, right. so, they do. They say, say dos equis on the commercial. They say dos equis. Dos equis. As if it's one word. Ray Sean Brent. Ray, Ray Sean Sef- Brent. You know what? I Ray, never realized. Ray Dos Had you thought about that? Yeah. It, it would just be you and a bottle of Dos Equis. Uh, that's my right. other podcast, sir. We'll were get you, guys, you guessing on that, too. Were you surprised the first time you actually saw a bottle? Because I heard the commercials before I saw a bottle, and I thought it was like Dos Equis, like, you oh, know, okay. L- Lie Wickies or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. I used to work in a Mexican uh, restaurant, so we had this on tap. So when the commercials came out, I was more like, what a great commercial for such an okay beer. <laughs> It's good enough. It's okay. It's good yeah, enough. We've got the I'm loggers right. working here. I'm not going to complain about free beer ever. Don't get me wrong. And this is yeah. just fine. I like me a lager. That's Lagers are good uh, get-wasted beers, right? Yeah. That's what I'm finding sure. out. It's, a, it's an okay beer. I uh, mean, I've heard. <laughs> uh, but you were talking about advertising a little bit ago. Well, uh, yeah, this is the first time I tried it. And I, I probably subconsciously I'm res- responding to the, uh, the, um, the advertising probably. And then I realized maybe there's like, there's always the opposite, too, because people respond to advertising in a positive way, perhaps. But do they respond in the other way, which is, like, the advertising is so horrendous that they won't buy the product? Oh, I see what you're saying. And um, I realize there's a couple of products that I won't buy anymore. What's because that? Because I hate the advertising so much. Uh, Carl's Jr. is one of them. Now, wait a minute, sir. Uh, Hold the phone now. The <laughs> it's the closest to adult film that I get to watch on a weekly basis, just being a married man and all. Some of Paris Hilton's just greatest performances. Certainly. Also, she did Carl's Jr. ads. Also, she did Carl's Jr. ads. <laughs> Gracious. Uh, y- you know? Like, so you don't buy Carl's Jr. because you hate the ads? Well, I used to get it uh, fairly regularly, but uh, yeah, I'm so sick of the ads now. The latest one is that stupid Mile High one. It's just they're so unimaginative. It's just the same thing. It's big drippy burgers that are never that size, and then drippy females that are never that drippy. Yeah, I don't know. They're probably that drippy. (laughs) I think if I was to meet (laughs) them in real life, there's probably a very real chance. There probably are. Uh, But I just, I'm sick of it. I'm I'm so sick of those ads. They're so unimaginative that I just, I I don't feel like going to Carl's. And there's one right down the street from us, like a stone's throw from where we live. And we used to go there. Pretty regularly. See, I I, th- I I enjoy the burgers. If I'm in the mood for a cheap burger, I mean, I'm not going to do a sure. McDonald's or a Burger King un- unless, of course, they'd like to sponsor the show. But I would definitely Carl's Juniors would be my choice. Ray sure. Carl's Juniors on line one. Well then, uh, uh, I, did I say <laughs> we'll talk I love them. Carl's Junior? <laughs> They're the best, right, everybody? Great We're, Great interested. We're interested in the raisin bread, not Rayshon bread, obviously. <laughs> well, Sean, sorry, uh, advertisers Great have spoken. Ass. You've been cut. Uh, there's um, the door. No, <laughs> let me ask you. This is a do you guys, have you ever th- thought of that? Like, have you ever seen ads you just really dislike so much that yes. you just won't buy the product? Uh, w- you know, for me, it's not about it being unimaginative. It just looks so cheap that I don't want to buy it. The five-hour energy commercials, <laughs> the lighting is terrible in those things. Yeah. And also, I've been on a couple of those auditions. It's just, it's just so bare-bones, low-budget, and they just don't want to put any effort into it. And they're a huge product. Five-hour energy. Sir, Moorpark Community College's AV Club needs the work. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm just saying. Bless them all. But that's why I don't buy five-hour energy. It just looks like a cheap product. Yeah, I'm trying they're to commercial, think. so I don't buy it. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm only positively affected by commercials, I think. I'm trying Ray to think is, of a single commercial. Ray, they just affect me in all the good ways. He just likes them all. Ray and I have Ray talked doesn't about... doesn't watch TV shows. He just waits for the show to end, and then he... Gets yeah. off his handheld device and he's like, commercials, yay. Oh it's my like gosh. One long Super Bowl. For it's him. like Sean Carlos been over. <laughs> this is incredible. 
Well, <laughs> it's a two-screen experience, Sean. It's a two-screen experience. Ray right and I have actually you, talked about this, where both of us are total suckers. Anytime yep. we see yep. a food ad for some new fast food thing, if Taco jalapeno, Bell, if Taco Bell puts out a new burrito on their dollar menu, we're trying it within, what, five days? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. So I, I can't think of a single ad that I've seen that I, there are ads that like maybe I don't like as much of others like Maxwell the Screaming Pig uh, for the uh, what is it Geico insurance? Oh, Geico. Sure, I don't sure. like him. Yeah, he's annoying. He's kind of annoying. He's gotten less annoying now that he isn't squealing yeah, all the time. I but didn't hate, I didn't like him at first, and now I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah. What do you guys think right. of Hopper the Hopper the Kangaroo for Dish TV? She's kind of annoying oh, again, Hopper, but yeah. you know that's Rebel Rebel Wilson. Who's Rebel Wilson? Rebel Wilson, super fun. She night. Fought, fought for the uh, South. She's in uh, Pitch Perfect, and uh, what was that? Night. What was that show that her and her brother had? Wasn't her and her brother? Uh, maybe, but she was in Super Fun Night. She was in Super Fun ABC. Night. Oh, Wilson Phillips. No, Rebel no. Wilson. No, okay. Question. Oh, she was in. I know what you're talking about uh, Bridesmaids. She, was she in Bridesmaids with that guy that was in uh, Little Britain? Yes, but who was she in Bridesmaids? David Walliams. What's the other guy's name? Big guy. I think she Bad was in guy. Little Britain. She had another show too. Um, but yeah, she's a great she's a great comedian. Now was oh. and she's British, Australian, Australian. Australian. Did she okay. do the voice of Janie Springs in Borderlands pre sequel? Because I, it sounds exactly like the kangaroo from the g- could commercials. Be. We'll have to look it up. Yeah. The Wallaby. I did look it up, and it wasn't listed yet. It's still too new a game. She mm. has most of the voices in Australian projects. Okay, that you hear. I'm just saying, it's like all rebel. These it days. sounds the same. Yeah. You want to talk about finding your niche and just going for it. Someday this town will appreciate a gorky, six foot four, balding, uh, vaguely hipster looking dude. And that's when and ginger. Ten, He's ginger. Wait, which, ten, ten other people wait, are going to. Which one of you two are you talking about? Come on. Just, clearly. Are you... Sean's not balding. Oh, I didn't hear the balding part. <laughs> Otherwise, Sean Carlo gets the role in front of me. You're describing every, every other person in L.A. That's right. Uh, unfortunately, yes. Um, wait, uh, every but, stand-up at least. Hey, everybody! But wait, uh, Ray. Yes. So no, you don't have any because Brent sort of. Sort no, because I I have other reasons to hate companies. Like there's places okay. I won't okay. go, like Chick Fil A. Oh, sure, it's sure, it's sure. mostly yeah. like political things. Oh, okay, yeah. Where I just will refuse to go there, just yeah. based on uh, uh, premise. Even if the ads are okay, I love Chick-fil-A, the Chick Fil A ads. Those cows are great. I love them so much. Great, those are great commercials. Great I don't commercials. go to Chick Fil A like you, Ray. One time I went to Chick Fil A and they my receipt said. Ching and the guy behind me said Chong, or maybe that was two other people. But it <laughs> happened nonetheless at the Hollywood wow. Chick Fil A. Really, seriously? That's yeah, that happened. No, at the, but at the Hollywood Chick Fil A, they're very wow. religious at Chick Fil A. You there were it. two Asian guys in a row, and they, one of their things they put Ching and the other put Chong. Yeah, but you got to understand, so messed up. Brent. That's a Bible passage. It was a uh, Book of Chong four fourteen, right? And Book of Ching five twenty one. Nice. Very popular Bible quotes. Maybe I, the I'd Book have to of say Tommy the Chong. Tommy or, Chong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. the I Ching. Uh, isn't that spiritual also? That could have been that. Gracious. Well, Sean, uh, talk to us about yourself right now, because you are guesting on the show, and these people here might not have any idea who Sean Carlo is. I've said before, oh, you're yeah. a writer extraordinaire. You're a Boston-area guy. Um, just stand-up comic. Stand-up comic. I've seen you. You're like a quadruple, quintuple hex threat. I'm also uh, very good at gardening. Um, I'll, I'll call that. No, but like, talk to us about like because you're from the Boston area, right? Yeah, I'm you're wearing from, the hat. I'm just I'm, as far as I would know. <laughs> I'm wearing the hat that says I'm from the Boston area. Thank you. He just read it. Get off those my, at the airport. My hat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm from New Hampshire, Manchester, New Hampshire, which is uh, which is a town of about hundred thousand, but yet uh, it became somehow a comedy mecca for some reason. Is that right? Who else is from there? 
Well, Adam Sandler. No. Buckle up. Uh, Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Seth Myers. Seth Myers and Josh Myers, obviously. And... And Sean Jamie Carlo. Kaler. And Jamie Kaler. I learned most of that from a song about New Hampshire. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's weird. It's actually my favorite number from no, the that's musical. true. I'm not making that up. Oh, oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the one that was a music video? Yeah, it was like the Jay-Z like, parody? Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I would about. say it's my favorite song from the musical Hair. Manchester, New Hampshire, New Hampshire, across the yeah, Atlantic Sea. Yeah, you know the it. the original. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I could dig it. Um, so talk, what, what teams do you follow? We are a sports-based podcast, of course. Um, I Well, it's strange. Um, it's, it's odd, but when I was growing up, I think I had, like, cards, like baseball cards and football cards. Fair enough. Um, now, I, I would go to Boston Red Sox games, so definitely i'm a boston Guaranteed. red sox fan yeah. die hard i i subscribed to a sports package to get baseball games oh beautiful big red sox fan always have been but i had a, a baseball card when i was young of uh, mike schmidt mike schmidt of the philadelphia phillies Boo. one of the greatest third basemen to ever play the game so for no sir Maybe the second. Probably the best in the 80s. Wait, I can't think of anybody the best, else. Maybe the, second, the, the best is George, oh, George Brett. Brett. Uh, oh. oh, no. Terry Pendleton Brooks did play Robinson. in that same era as well. He Brooks won an MVP. Guys, right? uh, Brooks, Brooks Robinson, pretty good. He was great. Wade Boggs. I mean, there are so many better you know, third basemen than George Brett. A couple years ago. Please. A couple Will years Middlebrooks, ago, guys. Will oh, Middlebrooks come on. from this year is better than George Get Brett. Get out of here. Yeah, I know all those guys have uh, batting titles in three different decades. That oh no, a, they don't. That just means he's old. All of them. Yeah. Hit, oh, that means I mean, all of them hit. All of them hit three ninety in a season. Oh. Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs he came hit close. Like three seventy nine, I think, in one season, maybe. Mm. I'll tell you this. But with George the power, Brett's, George Brett had no power. Mike hear, Schmidt had thirty home runs a year for like a hundred years straight. Here's some trivia. He's still about, playing. Here's some trivia about George. He Brett. does. He plays in the Caribbean League. Thank George you. Brett. Mike Schmidt is like sixty years old. He still has. A more recent World Series than the Detroit Tigers. Wow. (laughs) That's cold. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what I can say about that? Nothing. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) But I have something to say. Three titles. Yeah. Oh. But I couldn't have said that uh, 11 years ago. I would have been the most glum person (laughs) on this podcast, and you would have regretted having me. But you also root for, like, the Celtics and the Patriots and all that as well? That's the weird thing. When I was a kid, I had cards. Like I was saying, I had cards. And I had a Mike Schmidt card, and I had from other sports. And I loved Mike Schmidt, and I loved Dr. J. Awesome. And I loved, um, what else, maybe, like, Kenny Jaworski. So I ended up liking Philadelphia teams. Ron Jaworski, you mean? Oh, sorry, Ron Jaworski, yeah. Jaws. So I ended up liking Philadelphia teams, except for the Red Sox. Oh, that's wild. It was really weird. That's because very strange. There was a huge, huge monster legacy in New England, for like the Celtics at least, not the Patriots at that time, but the Celtics. And yet I wasn't really Larry Bird, you know, Kevin McHale, but I wasn't like a huge fan. I kind of hmm. liked the 76ers. It's just one of those weird kid things where you just glom onto something you like. Yeah. And Dr. J was just flashy, and he had the probably Dr. The J was and awesome. Stuff. He was yeah. great. Yeah. He was great. Well, if I could, like, because you're a big Red Sox fan, and last year the Red yeah. Sox and the Tigers, of course, played each other in the playoffs. And I'd be remiss to have you on the show and not talk about the story at the I.O. West where we were watching Sunday night's Top yes. Story Weekly. And when the show started, the game was something to the effect of 4 nothing Tigers, and it was looking good, and it was just like, here's our series, here's our World Series, here we go. And then all of a sudden, you were sitting right in front of me at the theater, and uh, I'll let you take this part. Well, I kept getting text updates from my, from my wife at home. She was watching the game, 
And I was like, I was shocked to find out that they were slowly kind of, they were sort of coming back. And she was telling me when like people were getting on base, like the, like the eighth inning, I guess it was. Yep. When they tied <laughs> Ray knows. Oh, I, I know. know. And Ray knows, <laughs> but for different, yes. different levels of excitement. <laughs> uh, and she kept texting me every time something would happen at that, in that inning in particular. And I was like, oh my God, wow, this is pretty great. And I sort of like leaned over to Ray and I was like. I showed him my phone. And you stuff, literally and like, put your phone on your shoulder and then leaned back into my oh, face that's right. so I could see what the score was in the middle of the show, at which point I saw the score and I said, I got to go. <laughs> and yeah, I just yeah. left just the left theater the- immediately <laughs> and ran into the bar area so I could watch David Ortiz hit the home run to, to end it, basically. Uh, um, and on, it was such a good... live television. It's such a good home run that now... When I saw a poll of the best Boston sports moments, it's actually in consideration. That, oh boy, it was that good, and yeah. I didn't even get to see it live. That I was a little. You should have left the theater with me. I should have left the theater with you. <laughs> Although Sean Car- Sean I'm Cowick, like, I'm dedicated to this show. I'm gonna. There, yeah. Oh, he must have been. He was the one thrilled. bartending that night. Boston's and, favorite son, and Sean he Cowick. Saw it. He saw it, and yeah, we watched it at the oh. same time, and it was one of those just that. I think I was standing right next to Brian O'Connell, uh, uh, who's also done the show, and yeah. we just kind of looked at each other, and then Sean's jumping up and down. I just put my head down and just like, you've got to be bleeping kidding me right now. I believe I was texting you maybe towards the end of the game. I oh, chances know. are good. Yeah. Chances are good. I mean, encouraging you, Ray, not to. Oh, yeah. Not, not <laughs> you. Um, Let's be fair, though. In that situation, of all situations, knowing the history... You walk Poppy, like even if it's going to mm-hmm. co- cause a run to come in. You got a bases loaded situation. Poppy's up in the eighth inning. It's the playoffs. You know who wow. would have? You know like, who would have done everything, that? Everything like walk. Bring the run in. Bring a one run. That's in. right. You know who else used to get that respect, like what you're talking about, and got it from the Detroit manager. I know what you're going to say, George Brett. <laughs> you stop it. They you. one time walked George Brett with the bases loaded. <laughs> that's respect. Sparky Anderson. Oh. That's because a single scores too, sir. Because that's all George Brett would have gotten. That, mm, that's respect. He has, he has quite it. a few home runs. That's respect. I don't though. know how many. Exactly. Well, did he ever get like ten in a season? Did he ever double digits? I don't know because uh, all of his other accolades from the Hall of Fame are on top of the home runs. So <laughs> I didn't think you could hit that few home runs and still even be considered for the Hall of Fame these days. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. But if you hit 390 in a season, you're going to make hit the 390. Hall of Fame. No, you want, when you have one you good season, like you're going to be our Hall of Fame. I think like, if you say, I hit, th- I hit, <laughs> I won a batting title in three different decades, you're in the Hall of Fame, sir. <laughs> wow. You know what? Sure. It's inter- that's interesting what you're saying about the, the cards, though, because I had a, you know, I do usually follow like Nebraska and Kansas City because that's where I grew up. But I remember for hockey, I was a. I was a fan of the Gamorrean Guards because I had a card with the Gamorrean Guards on it. Oh, my and gracious. And for tennis, I followed the Wait. Magic the Gathering team. So, Oh, you followed the yeah. Shivan Dragons. Yeah. They're my favorites. <laughs> I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Sean Carlo and sports. Uh, you're also, what college football team do you root for? The Cowardly? Well, I, cowardly. I, this in the blanks. I, I went to Notre Dame. A yeah. Notre Dame fighting so, Irish fan. I tend to be a big college football fan. Uh, and specifically, uh, Notre Dame fan. And I had the moment that you had at the I.O. one year ago last Saturday. Okay. But, but I, uh, and by the way, uh, I've never in my entire life gone from a high to a low within one minute that quickly. Wow. Like I, I, I was screaming. I was pretty excited, too, because I wanted Florida State to lose. 
Yeah. I, Aren't we all rooting against weird. Jameis Winston? Oh, it was weird. But that, that was a people really... People were like, I hope Notre Dame wins. And it's, I was like, really? You do? I thought everyone hates Notre Dame that I do. doesn't like Notre Dame. <laughs> I don't much care for Notre Dame. I'd say Ohio State, obviously the worst team in the okay. universe. Oh, yeah. For me, Notre Dame is number two in college football, at least. But that being said... I kind of was rooting more I, at this point. Now that you, were, Michigan's a non-factor, so I don't really care. Yeah, I'm like, I'd rather see Jameis Winston and his stolen crab legs and his bleep her right in the bleep. Like, I'd rather see that team and that dude like not win the national championship. So right. I was rooting for are Notre gonna, Dame in that game. Are you going to bleep that later? I will bleep the bleeps. Yes. Good. Uh, it's going to sound like the whole time when I was saying all those curse words. It's just me saying the word bleep. So how dumb! Bleep, bleep that right. How dumb was that penalty, though? Leave the both of you. The guy just—he didn't have to do what he did to get the penalty. Uh, I think it was—I think it was a good call. And it was a it's good call. Unpopular, but I'm saying how it was just a dumb play. By both the of the other wide receivers barreled forward into him, just head down into the shoulders. You got to run. You got to do the run thing and hold your arms up while you're doing it, and yes. then they don't call okay, it. Okay, there's a couple different things. They could have been more subtle about it. I agree. But it's the end of the game. You don't call it. It wasn't like... Oh, by the way, the Florida State guy grabbed onto the Notre Dame guy first. He initiated contact. I know the guy was, the Notre Dame guy is probably going to sort of run into him. He was kind of trying to sort of block a little bit. But the right. other guy actually grabbed him kind of. Fair enough. I'm just... They look like I mean, a left tackle me, and a left guard on a running play off, to the, off the yeah. counter. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just put their heads down and barreled right into him. Yeah. I know why they made the call, but I think that's a... I still think that's a non-call play because it's not... I don't know. If it's a call in the first it's the quarter, end of the it's game. a call in you know the fourth I mean? quarter. It's a great you know? game. It's the end of the theory. game. I don't, I don't know no, that you I call get what you're that, saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want the game to be decided Obviously by the, I'm the biased. Referees. Obviously, I'm biased. That's fair enough. So do you think Notre Dame wins out, though? Are they going to beat USC? Are they going to win their other games? Here's why I'm not really, really unhappy. Uh, I think they might meet again. Ooh. Mm. I don't, yeah, they, you, I you think, think they're not going to fall that far. And they'll be motivated by revenge, I think. That's fair enough. You got Maybe, you, you still got right? a couple really tough might games make the ahead playoffs of you, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely I, USC. You lose and, two and it's over. I, I mean, mean that's there's how a lot of teams works. that are like that are really like bubble teams that are just. I mean, they're kind of not quite, but they're they're solid. Like Louisville, they could they have a chance. But let's um, have a realistic ESPN. USC, obviously, has let's a have chance. an ESPN style conversation about the Final Four. So besides Florida State, which three SEC teams are going to make the uh, final? <laughs> oh wait, just saying. <laughs> ESPN. You know what? Yeah. I, I I think we'd be remiss. Can we take about ten minutes and just talk about the Michigan Notre Dame game from this year? Because that was a good game. Oh, oh would you um, look at the time? Very, well, very happy to talk about that. Segments, uh, <laughs> segments looking pretty rough. Uh, oh, we're up against it, Brent. So uh, it looks like we got to come back and uh, talk about something else after three seconds of useless Real eaters. Oh, that was a needed break. We didn't necessarily uh, need to talk about that topic anymore. So, uh, Sean Carlo, you, you're on the show now. You, you're writing for some television shows or some previous television shows. And uh, uh, talk to us about that. You're the writer on the Will Wheaton Project and Dion Cole's Black Box. Yes. Uh, first, I, I, I'm not sure you did your promo thing. It's the Sean Brent Show. Oh, my bad. Back, Welcome back, back, back to, to back at Rayshon Brent. Wait, we all have to say our names oh. at the right time. Really? Okay. Welcome back to Ray Brent. I thought this. we were yeah. doing the whole thing each. At the I don't same know. Time. Let's do it. It's going to be like just Pokemon. Just say okay. your name. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Ray Sean Brent. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> wait, we're supposed to say exactly the same time. That didn't work. All right, let's do it all at the same time. Okay. All right, ready? One, two. Here, here's the next part of Ray Sean Brent. Brent. 
Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, we're all saying, oh, we're all, not, all right. We're we not coordinated very well. We have no well. chance for this. <laughs> I guess I'm off the show, guys. I'm sorry. Well, Sean, it's, my it's good having you. There's the door. <laughs> no, but you, you're a writer on some really cool TV shows, uh, shows I really liked. Uh, like I said before, the Will Wheaton Project. Uh, yeah, associate producer, segment producer, all that stuff, which counts. Uh, more or less. You're even like, fancier than I thought you were, yeah. is what you're trying to tell me right well, now. No, and it, I love it. It means I'm uh, basically like a non-union writer, maybe? Okay. Oh, or like a producer. They call you a producer, but even the writers on Will Wheaton weren't called writers. Oh, is that right? I don't know. There's rules like, you know, non-union, blah, blah, Because it was technically blah. a reality show? Well, if anybody from the local 502 is listening, <laughs> just come on down and talk to Sean Carlo with your baseball bat. Thank you. No. <laughs> I was a big fan of uh, Dion Cole's Black Box. I love that show. Dion Cole's great. super funny. Yeah, yeah. So this was, this was my progression. I um, I was uh, I was I've been in L.A. for over ten years, and you know I worked around the business, around the business, around the business, and then um, um, I do stand up, and I asked someone, "Hey, can I?" When the Jimmy Fallon show started, I asked, "Hey, can I just write?" I was here. It was in New York, obviously. I said, hey, can I just write jokes for the show? He wrote for the show. And I said, uh, can I just send some jokes in? And uh, he said, yeah. And so I got hooked up with that. Oh, so beautiful. I, so I started writing freelance jokes. So you just sort of just like optioned yourself, just yeah. cold email and just said, hey, I do this. Yeah. That's smart. Okay. Well, I mean, he set it up like he said, if you talk to this person, I'll, oh, okay. I'll just tell So you had him. an so in already, this sort is, of. This is how Hollywood works. Everything I've ever gotten is because I kind of knew someone. That's how yeah. the world works. <laughs> That's kind of how the world works, too, I suppose. So it's not for talent. It's not for determination. It's not for drive. It's for I don't knowledge. know the percentages. No, I think I Knowing agree. people helps. But, again, it's developing relationships over time, too. It's not like I'm yeah. saying, if you know this person, you're going to – that's all it takes. It's not what it takes. Well, they have you to have like to know you them. Too. They have to trust you. <laughs> They have to trust you too. Yeah. Well, Ray, you know a you lot know of people. I mean? So there's um, a reason I'm not working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Ray beat me to the. P- He's like, I'm not I, getting bludgeoned by Brent. I, I'll take it myself. I'll put that club right <laughs> on my own face. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Gracious. <laughs> to be fair, though, I'm shocked there are still bridges here in LA after I've burned every single one I've come across. <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, real uh, quick, uh, Sean. I mean, so uh, any stories from the project, or any any like of the stories from just being around the TV scene? Um, no. So basically, yeah, I I left uh, Jimmy Kimmel where I was a TV watcher, and I just got a job doing, um, yeah, like a producing job where we would write. And Dion Cole, um, who was the host of the Dion Cole's Black Box, uh, was a show produced by Conan's company, and it was it was fun. And we basically shot on Fridays when Conan's people were off. And um, and just like Dion was really cool because um, he didn't have to, but we were uh, associate producers. He had a team, you know, writers. There were four writers, but he let us, the producers, also be in the writing room all oh, that's at great. all times because he wanted as many minds on collaborative on process as possible. And it was really. Did you great. know Dion before the show started? Uh, I did not. Okay. No, no, you no. didn't do stand up. In the I same knew zones. one of the executive producers sure. on the show who you know, Doug. Doug, Doug Caro. We love Doug Caro. He's the man. Doug, Doug Caro. Wait, man. you were saying Doug? Oh, never I have mind. never in my life. I've said terrible no, things about most terrible people. Things about Doug Caro, right? I love Doug Caro. Both He's heard one him of say the terrible things about Doug Caro. And the last bridge is burnt. How dare! That was the one bridge I had left, Brent. Now it's gone. Now it's gone. Oh, gracious. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to help you out where I can, Ray. Boy, thanks. Uh, I know. You guys want to go go to a bridge later? (laughs) I think a building. Maybe a building. (laughs) Maybe a building. Maybe the sky. Oh, man. Like that Red Bull guy did, except without the parachute. That's right. Is that the worst lawsuit ever? A guy successfully sued Red Bull for not actually giving you wings for drinking it? 
Oh, is that a true lawsuit? That's a real lawsuit oh, that just went down that. a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, it's the worst. Tell, tell me more. Uh, that's it. Basically, oh. a guy class action lawsuit for all drinkers of Red Bull. Get in on it because it does not actually give you wings. Oh, False see, advertising. Oh, and rather than fight it, it was so stupid. Red Bull's like, we'll give you $15 million to never never talk to us ever again. But it's being split Should between... That one guy? Oh, okay. Got it. Anybody who, gets them, anybody who drank Red Bull in the last like six years and thought it would actually sprout mutated wings. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's great. I had not heard that. It's kind of the worst wow. thing ever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, lawsuits gone amok, eh? Yeah. Well, speaking Gents. of the worst thing ever, talk to us more about television. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love television. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It's a job, guys. You know, you, you go to meetings. You, uh, you pitch ideas. If they like the ideas, you write them. Uh, we also found our shows were clip-heavy shows, the Will Wheaton one, Dion Cole, Kimmel, they're all clip-heavy shows, so we would also hunt for clips and uh, pitch those. Uh, We would have clip meetings, uh, like where we would show um, clips in the meetings, and then Doug would be the decider, and he would would say, well, maybe we'll do this one, and we'll do this one. And, you know, obviously there's a board. You guys have seen that, the boards, and you've come across those where people pin things on boards, and it's all basically just a shuffling of note cards. Fine. A lot of the, I'd say fifty percent of TV is shuffling note cards. If it, in other words, figuring out where you want to place things. So if you want to break into the TV business, buy note cards now and get used to shuffling, shuffling of note them. cards. Yep. It helps. And then yeah, if you can master that, you have a pretty good chance. Well, real quick here, the other thing I want to talk to you about here, and that's awesome stuff, by the way. Awesome. Uh, you just came back from Japan. You just spent, was it a week, 10 days? Uh, about 12 days. 12 days yeah. in Japan. All right. And uh, you got to talk to us about that. What craziness did you see over in Japan? I flew over. Longest flight I've ever been on. It was awful. It was twelve. It was 11 hours and 45 minutes. And I hate flying. Oh, boy. I, 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 despise, I cannot sleep on airplanes. Did you do the Xanax trick? Uh, what's the Xanax trick? You take 20 Xanax, and then you call somebody at your destination to so the ambulance is waiting pump for you. Pump your stomach yeah, when you yeah. get there. <laughs> that's what I do whenever I have to fly well, to San Diego. That's probably gonna <laughs> that's probably gonna kill a couple days though. Jet lag only kills like a day, but mm-hmm. that might kill a couple mm-hmm. days. I, I wanted to see as much of Japan as I could. Okay. Uh, some of the things. Uh, here's one thing I saw. Uh, we stay. We went to Hakodate. Uh, Easy for you to say. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Oof. I have no idea what that is. Say that. <laughs> Should we practice saying that? Uh, Hakodate. Oh, that's great. It's Hako not that hard. Date. But it looks like Hakodate if you just looked on a map and you didn't know the Japanese thing. So you might be going Hako there actually date. looking for a date. So what is Hakodate? Uh, so my wife's family lives on the northern island of Hokkaido, which looks like a rhinoceros head. It's the coolest shaped island, I think, out there. <laughs> uh, but Hakodate is in the neck bones of the rhino. And uh, it's a southern drive. Uh, Weiss family some f- from Sapporo, like the beer. Nice. We should be drinking Sapporo, I just realized. Oops. Um, this Sapporo is delicious. Hey, everybody. It's Sapporo okay. is the best beer that Sean Carlo brought us today. And, you know, their commercials aren't objectionable because I don't think they have commercials. I was going to say, do they have them? I don't think so. They not do in really. Japan. Yeah. They have the billboards. They have billboards okay. here, Counts. but not uh, they do. Counts. Counts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess so they don't have an account. There used to be that. a Sapporo building. It yeah. had a Sapporo uh, on top, but it's it's really yeah. Here? But now it's yeah. Now it's something else. Yeah, here, here in LA. Mm-hmm. Oh, where was that at? On um, it was Wilshire and La Brea, I think. Yeah. Oh, the history, LA history. This is fascinating. but it's not there anymore. It's something. You guys else want to talk about Angels Flight too? While we're 
Oh, how exciting! <laughs> you got a good <laughs> exactly. Hey, let's talk about the local sites. Good guys. tar pit store. <laughs> um, hey, you Let's know see. what was really cool? This this is really cool. Yes, this is the, one of the coolest things. It's such a small detail, but it's super cool. Speaking of Sapporo, I walked into a mall there, and I went there with her family, and we we're just shopping for stuff. And suddenly, I looked to the right, and there's an elevator, and it was going up. There were about three floors in the mall, and the elevator was a Sapporo beer can. <laughs> like that is the coolest That's elevator. Cool. You cannot find me a better elevator than that. Oh, right? That's pretty strong right there. Right? Willy Wonka doesn't have an elevator that good. No. no. Candy, gobstopper <laughs> elevator. That wouldn't be. This doesn't count. Beer the doesn't Burrow. count. Isn't that great? It's, I just, it's pretty awesome. Wow. It's pretty solid stuff. So, so you had a good time in Japan then? Good time. So we drove south Hakodate. We saw, I didn't realize it, the hotel we stayed in. And this may be a new, I don't know if this is a new development. Um, we went outside. Uh, there's a green sign now, and maybe there's green signs around Japan. Um, the hotel we stayed at is now considered a tsunami shelter. Oh, and that's—I don't know if that's a new so you're development. Prepared. I imagine it is be- after the what yeah. happened there. But I'm, now they probably take precautions all over the place for that. But oh. I don't because Hakodate is on the sea. Actually, it's on the. Japan, I thought most of Japan, Japan was Japan. on sea. <laughs> well, we'll talk about some football, and uh, that's a great uh, leadway. We're going to talk some football when we get back after three seconds of level forty-two. So NFL Week 7 is upon us. It is beyond us. It was such a great week. Brent, it was a great week, right? It was a great week. Sean, you don't really pay attention to NFL football. I try to limit my sports watching to uh, baseball and college football now. Come along for the ride, and if you can come up with a good pun, just throw it in there. Sure. Fair enough. I'll join you if I can. Well, I want to mention right now off the top, how about, uh, I think we can all agree, Kirk Cousins, the future at quarterback for the D.C. Redskins. Remember two weeks ago? Because we were talking about, well, let's trade mm-hmm. away RG3 to the Rams. Now that we found our quarterback of the future, Kirk Cousins. Benched. Oh. Yikes. Colt McCoy comes in, throws a 70-some-odd-yard touchdown pass in his first play and doesn't give the job back. He's starting next week on Monday Night Football. The Colt McCoy Show is here for D.C. Wow, Colt McCoy. That dude weighs about 80 pounds, and he's like, he's like 6'2", 80 pounds. He, he's literally... Unlike Scott Mitchell, we don't need to worry about Colt McCoy quitting football and ending up on The Biggest Loser. I think we can agree he's not going to balloon to 360. Right. He looks like he was auditioning for that movie Thinner. (laughs) I curse you. (laughs) Thinner. Here's my contribution to your your football talk. Uh, If someone sleeps with Kirk Cousins, like a fan or something, do they say, I'm sleeping with Cousins? I'm sleeping with my Cousins? I think you'd have to say with cousins. With cousins. Right? It Sleeping still makes sense. Yeah, I'm I, with you. Sleeping with cousins. <laughs> you know what? Yes. Somehow. <laughs> Let's make a t-shirt. So I'm sleeping with cousins. I'm sleeping with cousins. And then it's like a... It'll become a phenomenon. Or, or with cousins, uh, and then on the back is like a two-headed baby. If you make out with him, does that make you kissing yeah. cousins? Ah. Maybe. This is Kissing good. cousins. There you go. Well, another news of the NFL, the Cleveland Browns were easily, right? Easily going to be 6-2. and two. They were 3-2 and two going into three of the worst teams. Said Ray last week. In the, in the entire NFL. These are three of the bottom four teams. And they... Did not win. They lost to the winless Jacksonville Jaguars. Made Denard Robinson. Shoelaces I, look, look like I a million bucks. We'll take you to task, Ray, because you, of all people... 
You, of all people, you hate Cleveland. I do. You do not like the Browns. I do not. You do not think they'll ever succeed. I do not. You, of all people, should have known. I should have. Playing the three worst teams in football, they're still going to lose to one of them. They're still going to go one and two They in might those lose games. one more of those yes. two games. Yes. I mean, Derek Carter on deck. Yikes. Ooh. Just putting that out there. But yeah, Cleveland Browns uh, laid a big dookie in a bag. And how about this? We can all agree who the best team in, in the NFL is, right? The, the Dallas Kansas City Cowboys. What? Six and one. It is the Dallas let me just explain what I'm doing right now. I'm holding a knife currently between Ray and Brent <laughs> and puncturing holes in the tension. Yep. That's that's my position. Go on, guys. No, great job. It also lets the air out of the room, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dallas Cowboys, best team in Go football. On. Dallas Brent, or you, are... well, you say what, Brent? Oh, no, it's, I, it's definitely Dallas Do you right now. I mean, legitimately say Kansas City? No, I, are you no. Just a fan? He never, I'm a fan. If the yeah. Royals win the World Series, he can't still say legitimately that Kansas City has the best team. I have to let that go. Because he knows it's not true. What, the Royals? Are the Royals going to win? That's another segment. um, Are they going to win? We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about that one. But yes. But you you loaded your team with Dallas Cowboys on your fantasy team this year. So you kind of had an inkling coming Mm. in. Interesting. Although we did talk earlier in the show when we said, is there a better chance that the Dallas Cowboys have the number one overall pick in the draft or win the Super Bowl? And we both heavily agreed... Number one pick. The, in the draft. Number one pick sure. in the draft. They were the worst team in football potentially, and they're not. Well, I was basically basically on their defense being really terrible, and the defense hasn't been as it's been, bad. It's as been as average, yeah. which is all offense like that needs. Uh, by the way, I'm a little again. I'm a little pro football star. Is the Cowboys' hot start in any way related to Romo? Because I know people are always down on Romo. Or is it just a good team? Uh, it's Demarco Murray has he, he's number one in rushing yards in the NFL through this point in the season. He is three. He has nine hundred yards. He has three hundred wow. yards more than second place. If you would like to know why the Dallas Cowboys are, it's because they have uh, Des Bryant uh, uh, stepped up really, really big. Uh, uh, Williams, I believe the the other Terrence wide receiver, Williams. Terrence Williams. Mm-hmm. And the main thing to me is their Romo their offensive line is. Really tough. It's opening yep, holes it's and it's yep. protecting Romo. And Romo, with no pressure, is less prone to becoming Romo. Romo. Yeah. Traditional Romo. Fair enough. But there are a few games we've got to make a little bit of reference to here. Uh, St. Louis Rams at home against your defending Super Bowl champion, Seattle Seahawks. And the Rams Won, win? Right? I did hear Win? That. The Rams were They were ahead 28 to 3, I think. It was a pretty high number right there. They ended up winning 28 to 26. Yeah. And they won with gadget plays, with trickeration. Have you ever seen a play? This is the weirdest play I've ever seen. I can't. I don't know how they coordinated and how it worked, really, Sean Carly. Here's what happens. Okay. So, uh, Talk about the punt? Seattle punts it. Okay. And they punt it to this side of the field. All I'm pointing to the right. The right the side right. of the field. Okay. And there's two returners back there. And the returner on the left acts like he's going to catch it. And so all the guys run to the guy on the left. Oh. And the guy on the right catches it and just runs down the field. But here's the deal: that everybody from the Trickeration is everybody from the Rams it. ran to the Good right term, side of the thank you right side of the end zone and left only one guy on the entire left half of the field, and that's where the ball went. Yeah, I because don't because the, the the gunners and whatnot are basically following. They're basically like, oh, he's not wanting me to go this way. I want to go this way, mm-hmm. and so they don't actually they don't actually have a beat on the ball. They're just sort of just playing by feel. And I so see. when every every all the flow of the game, unless one person looks up and says, hey, everybody, don't do that. Let's go this way. And but, it, it, it happened in college football last year. I have seen the play once before, but and how it did, works. How, so are they just wow. taking a chance that they're punting it to the left and they're just going to run to the right, and that's just what happens? Yeah. Okay. They literally send everybody but one person to the wrong place and hope that no, all the bad guys come with No, but they didn't know it was the them. wrong place, though. They, they didn't look up and see which the way Rams the punt was going. The Rams players did. That was a called play. 
They said if the kick goes to the left, everybody go to the right. But I don't understand. And they'll come with you. I don't understand how that works because the weird. offensive team should be able to see where the ball is going better than the defenders. But and they're sh- not. They're not though. And shouldn't the offensive team know like, you know, it, it, like you know the plays? They don't know the kickers. This specific is the thing. Kicks? It's because the punter like, apparently there was no communication. You'd uh, think the punter would okay. say, "I'm kicking it to right. the left or to the right." Apparently he didn't say anything. They just went out there and kicked the ball. And that's an aberration. They it, they usually say something. I would or? think because this play doesn't happen ever. <laughs> So I would think this is an aberration. But, yeah, it was a design thing where they said it, it kick to the left, everybody run to the right. If we're lucky, we'll catch uh, the Seahawks sleeping. And they did. And the guy caught it, ran all the way down the sideline, and scored a touchdown. So And then, and then later in the game, Sean, they get all the way as 28-3. to They get all the way back to 28-26. to And St. Louis has to punt with two minutes left. And they run a fake punt at their own 20-yard line and get it, and then the game's over. Wow. Fake, Ballsy. A fake a throwing punt. Those never yeah. work. Jeff Fisher. Wow. Jeff Fisher, man. Music, not, Music City Miracle? Uh, not what, to mention like the fact years ago that now? Uh, Trey Mason uh, runs the ball for the w- winning first down and then fumbles. Everybody falls on the ball for a r- roughly 28 minutes straight, and the referees can't figure out who came up with the ball. Can't you just keep removing people until somebody has it? Trey I really Mason. don't understand how that works at all. Trey Mason should be one of the hot pickups on the waiver wires this week, right? Oh, you he agree? should be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd, if you had Zach Stacy on your team, first mm-hmm. off, what are you, an idiot? Yeah. Brent, who do you have on your team? Uh, I picked up Trey Mason this week. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. The waiver's already cleared? I already. I picked him up last week. Oh. I picked him up before. So, wait. See, I'm ahead. I'm ahead of the game, Ray. Wait, so is Zach Stacy available? Uh, he will be in about <laughs> 12 hours when All I right. release him. Fair enough. In their version, by the way, everyone plays with swords. Yes. Because yep. it's their version of fantasy football. That's right. Well, you know, I actually made a mistake because the guy who drafted first, he took Peyton Manning, and then I took a unicorn. And I should have gone Hobbit. I mean, what was I thinking? <laughs> I say, anyway. I will admit the way we play fantasy football is a little disarming. Am I right? <laughs> well, I know you want to talk about uh, well, your Kansas Army. City Chiefs, Brent. Because Kansas City they Chiefs. Just, before going uh, into today, you I could argue. one yeah. quick question yes. before we uh, go to that? Do you think the Rams doing that, is it the only way they can beat Seattle? Yes. Probably. Seattle Maybe. is hands down much better than creative, St. Louis. Creativity. They needed a couple extra plays to, to win the game. The game yeah. is decided on a handful of plays, and if you can pull those plays straight out your rectum, you have definitely a better chance to win. Do you think if the um, if the whole team, like the Rams and that kickoff play you were telling me about, if they had just put the Carl's Jr. girl with the burger there, would all the players just have run to her and they could have done the same thing? Well, I would have. But, I mean, I, 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 I could have been that, arrested. That burger looks delicious. I mean, yeah. I want to join the I'll Mile High Club. never eat there again. <laughs> never. No, but tell because San Diego Chargers were the number one ranked power team coming mm-hmm. into this week, and your Kansas City Chiefs beat them. And flat you know out what? beat them. We, we talked a little bit about how San Diego hadn't played anybody except Seattle, who's shown that they're not the team they Seattle were last year. Seattle on the road, year. as we just learned yeah. this week, not the same team. Yeah. Why, well, they, why do you think they're not the same team? Uh, home field advantage. Their home field up in Seattle is, and most teams are better at home. Sure. Unless your name is the Absolutely, Chicago yeah. Bears, you're a better team at home than you are on the road. And sure. at home, they have the second loudest crowd in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, occasionally the occasionally known as the loudest company. crowd, the 12th man. Well, but, you know, what's interesting, I think they've already lost two games at home this year. They've lost one game at home this year. Well, they lost to Dallas. Yep. And they lost to somebody else. Nope. No? Nope. Well, they lost to Arizona there last year. Yep. Yeah. How many 12th men are there? Texas A&M is a 12th man, too. And then Seattle stole it, and that's it. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. It's, yeah, sort, of like, it's sort of like yeah, the Tomahawk two. Chop. It's Florida State. Then it was the Atlanta Braves, and then Poser oh, okay. team stepped in and yeah, started doing Yeah, I don't know why it. the Chiefs do yeah. I'm opposed to the Chiefs doing that, uh, just, just for oh, the record. They do that? They oh, yeah. the Chiefs do that, too? They do. Oh, I, don't, I didn't know that. I don't. I don't oh, that's I, so weird. I think that's dumb. I'll agree. I like most of the Chiefs things, but that one's dumb. 
Well, what did you get out of your boys, the Kansas City Chiefs, beating up on the uh, San Diego Chargers? Because well, that was, to be fair, they beat them in every facet of the game and still almost lost. Yeah, we had a couple big drops in the game where we could have put the game away, and instead we, you know, because we, we held the ball for 40 minutes, 40 minutes wow. in a 60-minute game, yeah. and still needed a 48-yard kick from our rookie kicker, who we, will not, who we will not be releasing now, unlike some other teams. We got lucky, I Hey, guess. I think Alex Henry's available, Brent. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> what about no, Nate you. Freeze? You no, want, thank you. You want Nate Freeze? <laughs> nope. Matt Prater's probably going to be available in a couple of weeks, yeah. too. So anyway, the Chiefs, Jeez. they looked good, and but San good. Diego did not look good. So that's what I they think. They looked good. They just didn't look as good as the Chiefs. Mm, you hold the ball for 20 minutes, you do not look good. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But the big game, the game of the hour, the game of the day, the game that if Peyton Manning doesn't break the all-time touchdown records, the game that will be, would, would be getting talked about like crazy last week. Mm-hmm. Fine. Detroit, New Orleans. That's yes. a, that was a big game. You were trying to I come agree. up with another one, but you couldn't. It was the biggest game. So two... there was tension in your household, too, Yes, right? my wife is a big-time New Orleans Saints fan. I saw pictures of this, and it looked like they're – could have been a breakup in your relationship like um, that's how deep it went there almost was a few years ago when we had the playoff game between our two teams and mm-hmm. we had to have people over to the house to sit between us so that there would be witnesses and no wow. no violence or uh, uh, anger and rage uh thankfully we got through that day and we're stronger as a couple as a result that's good um that being said we went out in public went out to a local buffalo wild wings with a couple of friends of ours and uh, decked out, man. Lions, Saints, and the Saints basically were taking it to the Lions most of the game. Lions offense could not do anything. Drew Brees all of a sudden looked like his magic was working. He's just hitting receiver after receiver after receiver. Just passing. He threw for 350 yards on the day. But then the fourth quarter came around. And I went behind the bar at the Buffalo Wild Wings. I start pulling levers like in those commercials. And all of a sudden, Detroit starts making some miraculous <laughs> oh, plays. because the sprinklers came on, right? The sprinklers yeah. came on Ford Field somehow, even though it's an indoor stadium. I pulled one on with an artificial made, turf field. Made everyone else run away from the guy running down the sidelines. Well, we have sprinklers, well, by the way. Thank you. Uh, Lions were at their own 25-yard line with just over three, four minutes to go in the entire game. And everything's looking lost. Literally, by some accounts, one-third to some accounts, half the crowd left. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bad on you, Lions fans. I love right? me some Lions fans. They are some bad fans bad right fans. now. They are not mm. used to winning, and they don't know what to do when the team is successful. They're just like, they assume that something bad is going to happen, so they get out. This might be the uh. year where nothing bad happens. Sorry, Lions fans. Uh. You're going to have to watch a winner. Ugh. Get but then all of a it. sudden, Matt Stafford drops back, hits Golden Tate on a third down. He makes a little hitch move and goes 73 bleeping yards <clears throat> to the house. <clears throat> Notre Dame's Golden Tate, by the way. Um, you know, I hated Golden Tate when he played for Notre Dame. I love him now. <laughs> I, that made... I only liked him at Notre Dame. Oh, now gosh. I hate him. Uh, clearly worth the money we paid for him in the offseason with Calvin being out of the game, which is a major con- contributing factor as to why the offense didn't look so good. Golden Tate hits it, but still, the Saints are still feeling good. All they got to do is get a couple of first downs. They can put the game away. But then back on their own 20-yard line, what does Drew Brees do? Drew Brees led the receiver. The Lions pulled a little switcheroo play with their two safeties. And your hero of the game, Glover Quinn, steps in front of Drew Brees. Here's the deal. I am in the restroom at Buffalo Wild Wings on this play because I'm figuring this drive is probably going to be long. They have the Lions game on a flat screen plasma above the urinal. So I'm standing there. I'm doing my business, you know. I finish. I flush. I zip up. That play happens. And I start screaming like a little girl at a Bieber show. Ah! Oh, my God! When uh, Glover Quinn intercepts that ball, a dude walks in and he's just like, "Are are you okay? 
I'm like, it's football, man. It's football. He's like, okay, I get you. You're good. You're good. I said, I'm good now. It's good you were zipped up because there yeah. could have been spray, a lot of spray. Uh, it had it happened one play earlier, I guarantee spray. Here's what happened, and here's what was happening behind the scenes at Buffalo Wild Wings. All right. So you were there. I was, yeah, I hit the button that said uh, yeah. mirror glare, and then all of a sudden all these mirrors were just shining right in uh, Drew Brees' face with smart. light. That was and then very Drew Brees smart. was discombobulated, overthrew the pass. And Drew Brees very never smart. does that. That's right. Only when the Buffalo Wild Wings mirrors shine so on I, ba- I kind of like that Wild Wings has that feature now. They do. Yeah. yeah. I, I come back to the table where Vegas my wife is it. there. <laughs> my wife is there looking distraught, and I come over, and I just say, hey, guys, what I miss? Uh, <laughs> did you get your butt kicked right then? Uh, she was not happy with me. Was she was less happy. happy when seven plays later, Matt Stafford hits Corey Fuller in the back of the end zone. Oh. Dwight Clark-esque as he jumped 122 feet in the air. It was like he and the ball were both made of flubber. Brings it down t- two feet in bounds, holds on to it. Calvin Johnson, lacking style, whatever you would refer to that as, because he holds on to the ball. Lions take a one point lead, but Drew Brees still has two minutes to go. Drew Brees has two minutes, only needing a field goal with Drew Brees. Only a few plays later, the ball is knocked to the floor. Drew Brees completes virtually none of his passes in the fourth quarter. I believe he finished one for his final 10 in an interception. Game over. Lions win. First place. My Packer friend fans who were texting me before the game was over to taunt me wrote me back just being like, oh, got that one wrong. <laughs> but more importantly, Ray, love. Did Melissa talk to you on the ride home? No. But thankfully later that day after she told me how uh, rude I was, of course, because I was jumping up. I When Corey Fuller caught that touchdown, I leapt off of my chair Threw yeah. both hands up in the air, Kevin Dillon from Entourage style, and just screamed, Victory! And everybody was just staring at me, but they understood. It's Detroit Lions football. It's Detroit Lions football. And, uh, and we're not divorced, apparently. So it's so hey, far so good. Now, rescue. she doesn't want to talk about the game. She doesn't want me to reference the game. She doesn't want me to mention football. She doesn't want Sports Center to be on. She, she basically, until the next game happens for the Saints, she does not want to hear about this game at all. Therefore, we should call her live right now. So call live on the phone right now is my wife, <laughs> Melissa. T- no. So <laughs> congratulations, Ray, on your Detroit Lions. Thanks. They have won That's five great. games, four of them against losing teams. Clearly, they have proven uh, nothing yet. Burn. Gracious me. Well, to be fair, though, but here's the deal. big win. That's a big win. They big win line. against a team that's two and four. Uh, that team is going to make the playoffs, sir. No, they're not, sir. Okay, you think Carolina's going to beat them? Do you think Atlanta's going to beat them? Do you think Tampa Bay is going to beat them? Because one of those teams is a playoff team, sir. Yeah, and it's not New Orleans because they're two and four. And Carolina's three, three, and one. There you go. They can be, they're only a game up. They're going to get caught. Go. It's not like New Orleans' schedule doesn't get easy. They play Green Bay next well, weekend. It's real, easy. Oh. it's real easy to predict that they're going to be good. They're going to be good later. Trust me, guys. They're terrible right now. That's what we're talking hey, about. Hey, they were good last week, just not good enough. Yeah. But in any case, that's all I have to say about your Detroit Lions. I was fired up, not since the Dallas game of last year when Matthew Stafford went 80 yards for a touchdown with a minute to go and no timeouts, and he called the fake spike and stuck his hands over the, uh, over the, uh, the railing. I was all getting ready to troll you, too. I really was, because it was like with four, oh, everybody four was. minutes left, Matt Stafford's got like 199 yards and two interceptions. That, that was the one where they put the distracting clown on the field, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that was just Jerry Jones. He came down for a better look. Hey, everybody. Oh. <laughs> Topical humor. <laughs> but, uh, we'll be right back to uh, talk a little Walking Dead after three seconds of... Who Made Who?
best TV show on the air right now. That's not named Gotham. Uh, a lot of them, almost everyone. Oh, well, I'm going to go with Walking Dead here. I don't know. Are you guys caught up on Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, good show. Okay, well, there's our coverage, everybody. Thanks. No. <laughs> Well, we've been watching Walking Dead. No, there are spoiler alerts. We're going to talk about the last episode that happened this past Sunday. You've had like 48-plus hours to watch, though, so shame on you if you haven't seen it yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you, were you talking about Walking Dead? I thought you meant Talking Dead. That's the show I was talking about. You only watched the after show. I only watched the after yeah. show. Well, you're a big Chris Hardwick fan. Sure. As yeah. well I as... I watch anything he's in, and right. there's several things he's in. Yeah, right what Can I borrow your in? singled out uh, DVD collection? Yeah, uh, shipmates. Do you want my shipmates? I'll, I'll take that. You were, yeah. gonna, you were gonna. You asked about that. I believe okay. who's, who's got my Mandroid special uh, borrowed right now? Because I need nice. that back. Um, but anyway, Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Crazy yeah. week. Crazy week. They now that we're past Terminus, or are we? Wink, nudge, wink. Ah, Ray, you were right. The one guy's not dead. He's not. I told you he wasn't dead. I thought he was dead. I told you. Guy I was the, hoping the guy in the Detroit guy, Tigers, the, fakey Detroit Tigers oh, hat, the one that was holding the, the baby in the. That's yeah, right. He Tyrese. punched him and said, "I'm oh, okay. not going to kill you." And then yeah, when just, and then when Carol said, okay. "Let's check the house," he looked at her and goes, "No, I, I got it. No need to look, everybody." I went, "He's not dead." Uh, He's still alive, but he right. wasn't probably in the cabin. He probably like let him run. Away oh, I think something. he's. I think he was unconscious in the cabin, just in the bed or in a closet or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the other guys stumbled upon him, and they found him there. In the or he house just woke up. They all just okay. He yeah. woke up without as apparently as much brain damage as Brent said he must have. Well, we haven't heard him talk yet, right? Okay, we have not. Yeah, but uh, we've seen him eat though. How long? Yeah. How, oh! how long has it been though? It looked like he was completely healed up. Did it not? It's probably been a week or so. A week? You he heal was taking a, a beating, though. You heal from a beating like that in a week, right? Because you get the most modern medicine in hospitals. That's true. And, oh, wait. He's probably in an oxygen tent, just <laughs> rejuvenating his body. He just had aloe lathered all over his face with some frozen peas. Yeah, it made me think it was like yeah. a month later or something, you know? But it could have been, though. I guess. I mean, yeah. for all we know. I mean, uh, he was so in an iron lung for a couple days. It helps. <laughs> but you were saying, he, we did see him eat. Um... Spoiler alert, did, really right now. Did we not see this coming in this episode, 100% though? saw this coming. I did not see him getting kidnapped. That was a surprise when he's out there, and you're totally thinking something else is going on. Right. I thought he was going to get killed, actually. I, I, I thought he was going to get killed. We something he, was going to happen. When he, something. when he kissed her the second time, he's like, let me kiss you again. I love you. And then he walked out. I'm like, oh, something Uh-oh. bad's going to happen. I've seen horror movies. Yeah, yeah that was like the equivalent of him saying, right. I'll be right back. Right. Yeah. I'll be Just getting this one thing out of the garage. I'll be right back. And he's a black guy, right, What's guys? the worst thing honest. that could Let's happen? Let's be real. That it's horror. Happens yep. 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 Happen every single time. Uh, and so uh, they have him, and they've got him all tied up at the very end. And uh, dudes in his face being just like, we're, you know, you, you're a bad guy and we're bad guys, but you're a worse guy because you messed with us. So we're going to kill all your people. By the way, you taste delicious. You taste very, very delicious. And then there's just a big chunk of meat in his hands with just like greasy fat. And it was nice and, and nice and charred. Did it look delicious to you guys? It looked delicious would to you, me. I would have eaten I, that. I would have eaten that guy. I ate a TV dinner right after that, and it wasn't nearly as delicious, I imagine. Yeah. I had a Salisbury steak, and I'll say right now, I would prefer Bob. If I had Bob. to choose, I'd take Bob. Bob looked delicious. Bob chunks. Bob chunks. Bob's burgers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. Bob legs. Mm, yeah. uh, and then they cut to everybody else there, and they're all eating Bob. They're eating kebabs. And he's Bob missing legs. a leg. Ka- Who wants some Bob s- legs? They put sticks through, and then they have kebabs. Kebabs. <laughs> oh, my gracious. Yeah, I, I, uh. didn't, I, I knew at some point somebody's getting eaten. And when the, the way that they had it framed where it was all tight on him and everything, I was just like, well, okay, 
this show does that's that's a choice. This, this is not a normal set of camera angles for this yeah. show. The yeah. DPs on this show don't work like that. What storytelling are they not telling us right now? You know. And then of course they pull back and he has no leg. Whoa! I was just surprised he had one leg left. I figured they would have taken both. That's true. I did get a little tired of them showing them walking up in slow motion over what the hill. Was that? Kind of. that yeah. was bizarre, kind of. There didn't it seem was, to be any. That went on for twenty minutes. <laughs> it's like, hey, I just saw Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, let's just have people walking <laughs> in slow motion. That. Let's try that now because we have a hill. Conveniently, we have a hill. Let's try it. Let's just have them walk. Look, if they stand here, we can't see them at all. So let's just have just the tops of their heads for ten straight minutes. So here's a question, and Brent, you can only answer partway, but then again, the comics and the uh, the TV show are two different animals. Can we trust this preacher? He seems really shifty and shady. Well, I mean, I'm not going to give away anything from the comic, but it doesn't he seem like he can't be as squeaky clean as he's saying, right? Nope. I mean, come on. You know how I know he's not as squeaky clean as he's saying? Because he's still alive. Still alive, and he has no dirt on him. Nothing. His and- clothes are well-pressed. And there were messages scrawled, a message scrawled. That's right. That's the it. Yeah, it's something like, you will something, burn in hell for this. Yeah. Or, and then and when scratches. they went down in the uh, the basement in the sludge ball. Oh, yeah. And, and then his, his wife girlfriend, fair, wife, or, yeah. parishioner, a fair lady. He... Oh, yeah. She was wearing the glasses. Weird. And then they cut to him holding a picture later. He clearly knew her. Because yeah. he was, because as soon as she popped up, he was like, yeah! and then he freaked out and couldn't do anything. He basically just kind of sat there. Yeah. yeah. He almost got Bob killed. Yep. Well, that would have been a shame if Bob had been eaten. My- oh. He almost got oh. Bob-headed. Of course, he's not even Bob. Bob-chopped. You know? Yeah. Oh, my gracious. <laughs> so do we think we can trust the preacher, though? Oh, no. No, no right? Trust anybody no on this show. Can't he, do he, no. does, he seems like a pacifist, though. Maybe I'm crazy. I mean, no. like, I do believe him when he says he hasn't killed anybody. Now, he okay, maybe... If he's you, denied maybe you're people, saying he's but- a pacifist. I'm saying he's a total P. You know what I mean? No, I'm with you. Yeah. He's a he, P5. He's denied yeah. people sakor. That's, that's right. Like a, He's also sorry, denied them parkour. That's cent word. Because they were trying yep. to jump over roofs Sucker. and yep. bridges, and he said no. Am I no. pronouncing that right? I, I don't pr- know. I was pronouncing things I've wrong never before. Known. I, don't know. I could see him as a guy who, I like... Dos equis wrong I never before, say so. that word because I don't know how to pronounce it, and I'm too Sucker. lazy to it's look a, it up. It's not a good word. Yeah. It's not a, it's I feel not like a sucker just for hearing it. Um, here's my prediction, and this is totally... I've not read the comics, so I don't know. My prediction is that he had that church... Or a church, you know, thing. And there were his parishioners outside needing to get in during the zombie outbreak. Okay. And he locked the door and did not let them in. Right. And so that's why they were scrawling the messages on the outside as they right. were all getting killed by zombies. And he was just sort of like, he panicked. He, you know, maybe freaked out because he is a pacifist. And he says, not me. And he just, and he lost it. And he did not open the door for them. And so therefore, boom. All his parishioners are now dead, right. and maybe he took all their bodies and threw them in the hole right there, just you know, afterwards, as a way of like feeling sorry or trying to give them a Christian burial, if you will. And that's why all the people that he knew were down in the basement. That's a five cent prediction, but that's what I think. Hmm. With the food, why did he that's leave a... the food when he buried them? Because he wasn't thinking straight. Because <clears throat> he was scavenging food from everywhere else. Yeah. Then. Or maybe he thought, like, oh, I'll just throw them all down here where they I can't get out. Leave. But I want to leave. I don't want to be here anymore. when they all turn back into humans, they'll have plenty of food for mm. themselves. Yeah. Just guessing. I don't know. In the comic, the reason is he's a werewolf. Um, Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Gracious. Well, he's I'm a, a werewolf and slash fairy. So he's a... He well, then a, I'm on Team Edward. Yeah, exactly. I'll put that out there right now. <laughs> 
Well, all right, then. Well, cool. Let's get on back here. We'll talk a little bit. Of, I've been holding it back for you, Brent, this entire show. Yeah. We're going to talk some World Series, and then we're going to ah, wrap up the show. Let's do it. Right after three seconds of the Thompson Twins. Ray Sean Brent, we're handing back the title. Red Sox are handing back the title in about a within a week to mm-hmm. the Kansas City Royals. That's right, probably. Brent? That's probably correct. Ray, Although, what do you think? I still have no. an inkling. I still feel like I gotta be honest, I feel like the Detroit Tigers are still gonna win the World Series. How dare you? Even though they won zero playoff games, I How still feel you? like it's gonna be them. Oh, that's cold. Yeah, what? Baltimore swept them? Is that what happened? It wasn't Ray? good. Baltimore swept them, and Baltimore they got swept by Kansas good. City. So by the City. transitive property of math, that shows that they are the worst team in baseball. Never they mind. should have never been in the playoffs. That's, g- that's exactly <sighs> really. right. Never mind the Tigers handed Despite the Royals the their lunch all season long. Well, we played. We, we did just enough to get in the playoffs. We're like, we can lose this many times. We can let them think that they're good. And then when they get handed to them, we'll be like, yep. Y- y'all shouldn't have even won the wild card game, coming from four down in the eighth inning. Mm, I think it's been proven, winning seven in a row after that, that we did Deserve to win the wild card game. Hmm. And we took care of one hipster team, and now we're going to take care of another hipster team. Those hipster San Francisco Hunter Pence, those hipsters. We're going to cross the bridge. Travis and Ishikawa. Burn it behind us. Ray style. That's right. <laughs> well, now let me ask this question, though, because uh, the way this has been the least competitive play- baseball uh, playoffs we've ever seen. Ever. That's true. Yes, but that you also weird. have yeah. two wild card teams odd. in the playoffs, so it's two underdogs, so it has, which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That's very surprising. It's, oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, but, but my whole point is, whoever right? wins game one sweeps, right? I mean, like that's pretty much the way this entire playoffs has gone. This is not going Seems even like it, yeah. five games, is it? Gosh, I think it's going. I mean, I personally think the Royals are going to win five games. But five I would not games. surprise me. But I, it's probably more like six or seven. I mean, well, they're, they're look, let's be honest. They're both really teams that are built on – they know how to win games. Well, full disclosure, uh, we're recording this right before game one starts. Yes. Like here on a Tuesday afternoon. Like it's game one, within right? uh, 20, minutes 20 minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah. 20 minutes. So we, we have no idea who's going to win this game yet. But I would say right now, whoever wins this game one, GG. Easy. I think uh, that San Francisco actually needs – I think they need to win the Bumgarner games, which is going to be games one and five. And I think if they lose one or both those games, they're not going to win the series. But I think KC or, could lose game one and still come back. Is one of those games series. game one? Correct. Well, then they can't lose game one and win the series because it's going to be a sweep. We already established mm. that in the opening. I don't part. think it's going to be a sweep. Four games. Okay. Four games. So Ray's going to make a bet on this. It'll be a sweep either way. Or five games. Mm, I'll bet that. I'll that's bet four or five. Five is a push. Six or seven is me. I'm going to say five. I'm not buying it. I'm going to say five in case he takes it because I think that magic, that Hosmer, that mm-hmm. sort of like just getting the right hit at the right time. The Wizard time of Haas. That's is right. It's going to somehow. They I think it's just going for that. them. I mean, the, the the fact that they have the record of most number of wins in a row like that. Yeah. They have the longest. I just feel like they, they have the momentum. They have the longest playoff winning streak in baseball history. 29 years they've not lost a game. That's true. 11 in a row over 29 years. Well, and if they win two more games, if they win the first two games, they will have the longest game. The longest winning streak is 12 games in the in the playoffs. So, so when, when they sweep. Yeah. Undoubtable. Best of all time then, Ray. Let's not get crazy. Well. That's pushing it a bit, maybe. Ray, you always say big time teams they did beat make big, big time plays during the important games. As you say, I'm paraphrasing it, but you I've always say that. I've never said that you in my say, entire life. You always say the Royals, now it's time for Daddy but to take Brent's over. Head, you always say to Detroit, say it's time for Daddy to take over because it's, it's, uh, it's time for Big Brother to take over because it's playoff time. I have That's said what that. you say. Yes, I have okay. said that. So after Good you got swept, 
Well, clearly we got swept by the inferior team, the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, clearly you did. Yeah, clearly. Inferior to the Royals. Inferior to, yeah, inferior to yeah. most teams. Blech. That's still distasteful to me. I'm about to drink like 20 more of these Dos Equis I will say this, to make Ray. myself forget. I, I talked over and over about this, and you said it was not a big deal. It was I kept saying, how are you going to survive with that bullpen? Did I not say that all the whole season? Yes. Okay. Okay, but, okay, so I say Casey in five, just without saying hypotheticals, whoever wins the first game, whatever, what do you, what do you guys say? Whoever wins the first game sweeps. And I've been picking Royals in five. Call. So you're not choosing I'm picking Royals picking or Giants, but it will happen in four in games. I'll tell yeah. you tomorrow All right. who sweeps the series. I say Royals in five. Okay, and I think Royals he's hedging. I say Royals in five. I think Ray's I think hedging his bets. Don't lose well, one tell, game. Tell what- I think you just can't pick Kansas City because it just it pains your heart. It does. And Ray, imagine this, Ray. You've you've lost a swag bet to me. You ha- you owe me a night out wearing my my. Imagine if the Royals oh. win the World Series, I'm gonna have to order a World oh. Series jacket and have Ray wear it around town. You know, there's a rumor that uh, you're gonna be appearing in a sketch this weekend for Top Story Weekly. Interesting. Uh, that I've heard a rumor. I also heard a rumor that I was asked to write a Kim Jong Un sketch so that you could perform it on Sunday. Interesting. Perhaps that would be an appropriate day for me to bust out this uh, swag bet. Interesting. I'm just going to put that out there. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll let you guys know next week. Keep an eye on Facebook.com slash Ray Brent podcast for potential pictures as they appear. Yeah. that, that yeah, Embarrassing see, or otherwise. Could be, on that, could be on that game. But that also, you know, top story also kind of happens in the middle of game five of the World Series. So I'm not it, sure. It's not going five. That. Yeah. Okay. We'll it's see. not going five. It's but, going four. I mean, definitely there's the aspect, you know, San Francisco's won, right? They just won. They've won two. two. of the last four years. It's yeah. like... Dynasty. Let Casey have it. I say right? let Casey have it. Let That's, have I say it. throw the games, Giants. Throw the games. Throw the games. They don't you're, have to. They don't you're have in to. San Francisco. It's free love. It's like <laughs> happy times have never ended there in San Francisco. I throw the games. That. So, Brando, I would ask right now, assuming the Royals win, who's the mm-hmm. MVP for the Royals? Who's the player we need to watch? Who's the one you think is going to be super hot and is going to just, like, be the man? For the Royals? Yes. Who are you going to jinx? It's, just you now? know what? It's hard to say, Ray. Because they, they all. It's, they I'll pick two people. I'll say Alex, Alex Gordon. Alex Gordon. Alex Gordon. And I'll pick three people: <laughs> Lorenzo Cain or Eric Hosmer. It's going to be one of those three. Now, is Lorenzo Cain going to run for president again? He might. Well, I think actually, I host. I actually host another podcast with uh, Lorenzo Cain, and it's called Raising Cain. Nice. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Anyway. So, so you think it's going to happen right there? Well, cool. Well, it's time to wrap up the show, everybody. Sean Carlo, it's so exciting to have you wow. here. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Well, we had a good time. Glad I could talk time. about every single thing you could talk about except pro football. That's right. I'm with you right there. We have a little Thank bit you. of a telling you what's going on. Well, of course, you want to check out the show on iTunes. Give us a five star review. Uh, put some words in there, and um, we'll even say them on the air. And one day we'll even check that again. It'll be very, very exciting. I check it all the time, right? I will say right now, you can also hit us up on Stitcher Radio. Check us out in the Stitcher Radio app. Uh, we're put up pretty much right away every single week, so you can just pop it up on your computer at home, put it in the other tab while you're doing some work or in the office or whatever you feel like doing. Put us on your playlist there. That sounds pretty good. If you want to check it us out, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. I'm I'm at Scoops Pope. I'm at Sean Carlo. It's easy. With uh, It's S-H-A-W-N. The real spelling. Yes. Not that chintzy Irish spelling. If you prefer Sean Carlo, it's also could be that. At Sean Carlo. And you can also tweet the show at Ray Brent Podcast. Our main Facebook page is where to reach us. That's Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. If you want to email the show, guess what? You can do that, too, at Ray Brent Podcast at gmail.com. we got a lot of people we got to thank this week. we got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. We got to thank Sean Carlo for being our special guest once again. Mm-hmm. Thanks, dude. It's a G. Uh, we also got to thank David Knoll for producing the show. Oh, and seven, David Knoll. 
Thank you very much. Oh, sorry. David's dandy team. Do I have to mention team. his record every week? I've, until he wins one, you do. That's true. Have some pride, David Knoll. Uh, we got to thank Jordan Monsell, the artist. Monsell me some art. We've got to love us some Jordan Monsell right there. Silhouettes by Jordan. Silhouette, about to say Silhouettes by Jordan is the Facebook group, facebook.com slash Silhouettes by Jordan. Uh, anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Mm, nope. I just want to go watch the World Series. All right. Fair enough. Well, let's get out of here. We'll catch you all next week. Bye. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. You always get what you wanted.